One of those days. One of those days on ESPN Radio. One of those days on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. You think you have a plan? And man, does that plan have a way of unraveling. I'm not kidding. At 2.59 p.m. Eastern time, our rundown just imploded. And in the best possible way. Content is content. Football is king. And when those two collide at the at the center of that Venn diagram, that's where you find Canteen Carlin on ESPN Radio. Randy Scott here in Bristol. Nick Friedel down at the uh, studios in, in, in Seaport there in New York City. Neither one of us, Canteen nor Carlin. But, Nick, it's good to see you, man. It's good to hear you. How are you? Always, buddy. And I, I look forward to going through all the different layers of this announcement throughout the day. But as a... As a a sports fan and as a longtime college football fan, this is a long time coming. Long time coming. Uh, okay, tweet the show at ESPN Radio. He's at Nick Friedel. I'm at Randy Scott ESPN. The phone number 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. This is how our show imploded. Breaking news from ESPN's Pete Thamel, one of our college football voices, one of our college football reporters, one of the best there is, he said the CFP Board of Managers has decided on a 12-team college football playoff during today's meeting. So this 12-team model, you're like, all right, great. More is more, or maybe you hate it. Call in, let us know. But the 12-team model is not expected to start until 2026, which is after the current contract. Okay, it's actually not that far away, right, for four seasons or four years, rather, according to a source that tells Pete Thamel. There's still a chance that it could go earlier, however, but those details are complicated. It would take some time to work out. I would imagine getting the TV contracts adjusted might be on the table for that. So, again, college football playoff tripling, going from four teams in its current structure to now 12 as early as 2026. Actually, there's a potential for that to be earlier. So be a part of the Canty and Carlin Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Call us at 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of an ice cold Dr. Pepper, the ones fans deserve. I mean, Nick, where do you want to like as a, as a college football fan? I'm excited. I think on this school spirit, school colors day, I think the playoff would have to expand probably tenfold to get Northwestern into this thing, and that's fine. And maybe maybe to get the Cuse in there as well. But more is more. I love seeing. More teams get a chance if this increases the likelihood that maybe we see a, a, a Cincinnati 2.0 like we saw from last year. Somebody, uh, you know, without a seat at the at the table thus far in the college football playoff, get that seat. I'd love to see it. But I'm I'm just I'm 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 floored that it took this long. It feels like we had this dance, we had this flirtation. Heck, er, earlier in 2022, and then it was shut down. It's not going to happen. Not going to happen. And then Nick, some of the details about how much money could be. You know, passed around here, how much money could be gained? Close to half a billion dollars. Uh, it seemed like it was going to happen. It was just, what was the number going to be? So I guess I'll ask you that, man. How does 12 teams grab you? It feels a little off. I would have leaned more towards 16, Randy. But what it reminds me of is the NFL adding that extra wild card game. <laughs> the, the, the TV, <laughs> the networks came in and said, hey, we'll give you a boatload more money <laughs> to find a way to add an extra playoff team and give us another primetime window. And the NFL went, okay, cool. Let's make it happen. So the first two thoughts that jumped in my head, and you mentioned Cincinnati. I grew up in Orlando, Florida. I have watched UCF football my whole life since before Dante Culpepper really put the program on the map. My first thought was, oh, man, okay. So maybe UCF, who's now going to the Big 12, uh, 
they are going to get that chance if they have one of those magical seasons to find a way into a larger playoff. But then the second thought, and Randy, this is one that we'll talk about all day and will be a point of conversation for everybody moving forward. By putting it to 12 and by making this playoff that much bigger, do you devalue now the big-time regular season college football games for some of these big-name programs? And the first team, of course, is Alabama. It was always like, all right, if Alabama loses, no big deal. Just keep winning, and they'll find a way. Well, what happens now if a team like Alabama, who we all know is going to be loaded for a long time, loses twice? Does a two-loss Alabama team still have a better road and path into a 12-team playoff rather than one of these schools that have that magical year that really haven't beaten that many big-name programs? And that is the door you open now when you make the tournament that much bigger in college football. I think I'm surprised. It's a good. It's a really good point about making the tournament so much bigger so quickly. I'm surprised that the first step is not sort of an entry, sort of a dip your toe into expansion. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, it's not. It has not mirrored. I guess is what it, I don't know. You can make this sort of equation, but it, it has not mirrored conference expansion. You know, which has been in drips and drabs. It, it has not been a a complete and total land grab. You know, it's. Uh, the SEC adding, you know, Texas A&M and, and, and Missouri, and then years later, you know, saying, hey, we're going to bring in Texas and, and, and Oklahoma. You know, it's not all four of those guys, all four of those schools, rather, at once. So I'm, I'm surprised for them to go whole hog and say, well, hey, we're going to triple the number in the field. And that's the, the you know, obviously there's money. I'm not, I'm not sure what this does to the regular season. I can envision maybe some schools having two bye weeks now. Yeah. Um, because someone somewhere is going to pearl clutch and someone somewhere is going to, you know, live out the embodiment of that Simpsons gif. Uh, won't someone please think of the children, right? Reverend, Reverend Lovejoy's, <laughs> Reverend Lovejoy's <laughs> better half there, uh, where they we're gonna we're gonna pretend that this is still about the student and student athlete. When, when, and I'm not trying to be cynical or negative. I'm excited yeah. about this. I'm excited about this as a fan of sports, as a fan of football. Um, and a fan of young men getting an opportunity to go ahead and put more game film on tape. It's going to help them at the next level. If you're a team, if you play for a school or a program that's outside of the Blue Bloods, that's outside of the NIL, just cash grab, and you're trying to make football your life and your professional career and just live out the dreams that you've had for however long, the more you can get on tape against better opposition, the, the more you're going to have at least an opportunity to grab the eye of a scouting department and a coaching staff at the next level. And that's what this does. Yeah, It really does. It does for Cincinnati. It's going to do it for other teams, perhaps in smaller schools. It would have done it for UCF that year, that you're, that they still have a banner up there in Orlando, Nick. National champs. <clears throat> it's going to do that for some of these schools. And, uh, you know, I think we'd be kidding ourselves saying that it's going to reach much lower in terms of outside of the Power Five than Cincinnati, than the Cincinnati's, you know, the American Athletic or, or, or where UCF is now. Like, but I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I think we're going to go ahead and make sure that you take care of the student athletes. Maybe with another bye week, but at the same time, maybe the season gets a little longer. Maybe you, maybe you drop one regular season game, but then I guess I could see the argument against that because you want to make sure that the smaller schools who play these paycheck games get those paychecks so that they can go ahead and furnish their athletic departments. You know, at their at their smaller schools. There's a lot to unpack. Again, the news. From Pete Thamel, want to re-rack this. He's our college football reporter, college football insider. One of the best there is. He said the college football playoff board of managers today, during today's meeting, has decided 
on a 12-team college football playoff. And that model is expected to start in 2026 after the current contract. But it could. There is a chance that it could go earlier. Those details are complicated and would take some time to work out. So that is the news from college football. Let's now get to the word from Nick Friedle from FanDuel. Randy, kick off football season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Join today to get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up with promo code PLAY to get in on the action. You can even combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. Don't fumble your chance to get $150 in free bets, win or lose, with promo code PLAY. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as is non-withdrawable free bets that expire 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXTSTEP to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-877-70-STOP in Louisiana. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee, 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming, or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia. Canteen Carlin, ESPN Radio and the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. ESPN Plus, ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. He's Nick Friedle. I'm Randy Scott. In for the guys on Canteen Carlin. And, you know, Serena Williams is playing tonight against Isla Tomjanovic. It's her third-round match at the U.S. Open, we know what's her swan song. She's, in her words, evolving beyond tennis. And the way of just giving her her flowers, I mean, it's been tremendous to see from the New York crowd. We're going to have a lot more on that throughout the show. We are going to, though, continue to follow the breaking news that came in about, I don't know, about a minute, honestly, within moments of the start of our show at 3 o'clock Eastern time is Pete Thamel uh, breaking the word that the College Football Board of Managers has decided to expand the college football playoff to 12 teams. The phone number to call in, join the conversation here on this, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Good to see the phone lines working. Let's get to Chaz in Dallas right out of the gate. Chaz, what's your take on this? You're on ESPN Radio. Hey, what's going on, fellas? Thanks for taking my call, man. Uh, I don't like this, man. I think they should have, like, took it easy and did 18, but 12 teams right out the gate is not good, man, because now you're going to have teams with three maybe four losses getting into the playoffs and getting smoked by the bigger schools, man. And then it's going to water down the games in the middle of the season that matter. Like last year, everybody was on edge when Bama lost that one game. to And, uh, and it meant so much more later down, down the stretch. So, yeah, man, eight teams is better. Thanks for taking my call. It, you know, I'm glad Chaz said that. Nick, when we were talking about how it just jumped up sort of whole hog from four teams to 12 teams, I was kind of surprised that we didn't sort of have a middle ground Jump in eight to me seemed like a decent option. I, I, I mean, actually, like, I don't know. You could go. Uh, there's a way to give maybe a one seat a buy. You could go to like five teams. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. have a one give one seat a buy and have the other uh, team sort of play it out the way they have. But twelve teams. Maybe it's though the decision. Maybe the decision to go to twelve, Nick, is like we're gonna make one move and one move only. Right? It's it's uh, Chaz Michael Michael. It's Will Ferrell's character in. Uh, Blades of Glory. We're going to skate to one song and one song only. They just want to make one move. That's it. They're songbirds of a generation. They want to make one move and not have to revisit it and tinker it because look at how difficult, how long 
it's been and it's taken to get to this expansion point. You know what I mean? Brady, I'm so cynical at this point that the only thing I think, and, and Chaz referenced that he thought it should be at eight, the reason that it's at 12 is money. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we, we don't need to go any deeper than the fact that the amount of money that is now pouring into the game even more than it has been is going to be astronomical. And who knows what's going to happen with all this conference realignment and the Big Ten and the SEC and all those TV deals. But the reason it's at 12 is because it's more inventory for these networks to place in prime time and say, hey, we've got the college football playoff. These are big money games. That's all this is, although I do agree with you in this sense, especially for these young guys coming from smaller schools. Playing on that type of stage and on that type of platform is going to be great for them to have that experience and to potentially put some great plays on tape for the NFL. But this all boils down to one thing. Let's not kid ourselves, and that is the almighty dollar. All right, well, let's get back to the phone lines again, the phone number 888-SAY-ESPN. Let's get to Notch in New York, who sounds like might agree with you. Notch, you're on ESPN Radio. I totally agree with him. It's definitely about the dollar. What pushed this even quicker to get to 12 teams is the name, image, and likeness. Now that players are getting paid, they want to, schools want to compensate and make more money for their buck to get these players to come to their schools. And as far as the competition, I think it's going to be a vigorous uh, schedule with these schools playing each other, trying to get into the 12. Yes, we have some of the powerhouses that get in, but look at the door that's going to be opened up for all these other schools that's going to be able to come in and be able to put their stamp down because of what's going on. And then us, the fans, we want more football. I know I do, and I'm going to enjoy 12 playoff games. (laughs) I agree with you. I agree. Yeah, more is you know more is more here. Like I, I want to say, like the season doesn't maybe we have to end as soon. Maybe it starts. You know, I don't know. I don't, I don't see how you start earlier in August, but I, I don't know. There's there's a way to get it done. They sure seem confident if they're going to go ahead and expand it, and it's expected to start in 2026. Although it could, there is a chance it could go earlier. There's some details with the contract that would need to be worked out. Let's get to uh, let's get to Austin, Texas. Let's get to Lois, Lois. Who has a take on the college football playoff expansion? Lois, you're on ESPN Radio. Hi there. Thanks for taking my call. I am uh, super excited that it's finally happened. I, I think if they think they've got it figured out, I can't wait to hear all the details. But it's it's high time. It's been expanded uh, for everything that everybody's just said. It's going to let in more people. Yes, it's all about the money on one side, but it's the, the money's not there unless the fans are happy. And I'm a big fan of college football, and I'm just yay, yay, yay. I'm so excited that this has finally happened. I mean, you know, I'm I, I'm a Longhorn fan, obviously, but I watch all of college football. Mm-hmm. And uh, even though Texas hasn't been in the play in a while, the, the big name is still there. You know, it's, it's we're going to the SEC. But it's all very exciting, and uh, I'm super excited that, that this has happened. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I'm, I'm excited as well. Uh, I do think – if we, I mean, shoot, if we get to a 16-game regular season, I mean, it might as well be, Nick, the NFL length of a, of, a, of a season, and you don't want to water down the regular season games because eventually 
that pendulum swings back. That is what makes college football. I, I love the, I love the regional footprint, Nick. Mm-hmm. I, I you know you being a Syracuse guy, I'm sure that there are you know uh, t- traditions that you remember going to that massive dome that you guys have and watching rivalries and whatever else. Big was it Big East days when you were there? You're so young. The the beginning. I had the end of the Big East. Okay. Okay. <laughs> And, and then, then the switch went down. All right, so so you know, I I I don't want to. There's such a such a fine line that people have to walk here, where you don't want to sacrifice the regionalism, you don't want to sacrifice the tradition, and what makes college football, you know, what makes games between two teams that aren't going to go to the college football playoff, what what makes those relevant beyond just their borders, you know, and it is that tradition. I do think though, expanding the table and giving more teams an opportunity to compete for a national title, I, I don't see anything wrong with that. I think one of the things that the the sport has been stagnant with is sort of the the same old, you know, the usual suspect syndrome that we've seen over the last couple of years, man. It's been Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia, and Clemson in some order to start the season, and you have a way of banging your head against the wall if you're on the outside looking into that and feeling like it's a tough room to crack. Randy, I, on top of exactly that, and it really seems like, especially with the talk of all this conference realignment, it's the haves and the have-nots. What it hammers home to me is what we've already known for a long time at this point. The NFL is king in this country, and the money shows you as much, and the power and the ratings and all that. The second biggest sport in this country now is college football, and it's probably been that way for a long time, and I say that as somebody who spends my professional life covering the NBA, and the NBA certainly is – is large. It's especially large worldwide. But in this country, college football is just gigantic, and you cannot have this type of deal go down and with the money that will follow and not think, wow, the impact on the day-to-day in this country with this sport is huge, and these playoff games will only generate more excitement with what's going on. But as I see all the different ramifications come through, to me, the one of the biggest is just how popular the game has become. I mean, look at last week, week zero. I saw the numbers. Fox is getting 4 million people to watch Nebraska and Northwestern in Dublin. Uh-huh. I, I, I mean, when you start seeing that kind of stuff, you think, well, gee, people watch anything because they're so starved for the product, uh, and in this case, the football that's on display. Yeah, no, it, it, especially out of the gate, especially to start the year that way. That might have fed Northwestern and Nebraska's number, but also, you know, seeing football in Ireland, and then the, the internet broke down, and they just started serving free drinks. And you had three-story <laughs> three story beer snakes in Dublin there. All right, so 7 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. A reminder, it is Serena Williams against Isla Tomjanovic in the U.S. Open third-round match. That is on ESPN proper. It has been moved from ESPN2 to ESPN1. Is that what the big guns one. call it, Mr. Scott? ESPN, ESPN proper? No, no. I'm just I, That's just my own uh, edification on it. No, okay. just flat out four letters, ESPN. Four letters. Worldwide leader, no is big Is this deal. not ESPN proper? ESPN radio isn't ESPN proper? Might have heard of it. This is, you think they'd let us do it if it was ESPN? <laughs> it's ESPN proper. You're on ESPN literally every single day. I, I, I would wish you would lower your voice so that people would not... <laughs> You're talking too loud. You are speaking too loud. Let's go to break. Tens of people who could who could hear you. So we'll continue to follow this college football news. Again, the 12-team college football playoff format is coming. We'll go to the NFL, though. How does Russell Wilson's new deal impact Lamar Jackson? We're going to ask our insider when we come back. Nick Friedell, Randy Scott, and for the guys, it's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. 
Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news! Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Can't you call it ESPN Radio? The ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. He's Nick Fernell. I'm Randy Scott. In for the guys, you can tweet us at ESPN Radio for the show. The phone number, 888-SAY-ESPN. It's 888-729-3776. Continuing to take your calls on the college football playoff expansion going to 12 teams, and actually there's a note from ESPN's Heather Dinich that says that the uh, the plan, the loose plan right now is the top, it's, it's the the six highest-ranked conference champions are are, are into the, the playoff field, and then the next six spots go to the next six highest-ranked teams, and that, uh, quote-unquote, the Board of Governors for different conferences have been strongly encouraged to implement this in 2024. That is what Heather Dinich, again, Here we is, go. Reporting news from the Canty and news from Canty and Carlin Nation. Just hit us up on the Dr. Pepper call in line 888 say ESPN 888-729-3776. We're taking your calls again on the expanded college football playoff. Let's get out to that call in line. Jeremy Fowler, our ESPN NFL reporter, is joining us. Jay Bone, you can find him at Jay Fowler ESPN on Twitter. Uh, Jeremy, get to the Broncos news that sort of we, we rejoined with this Russell Wilson extension, the five-year deal. It gets 165 guaranteed. Why did Denver, he hasn't played a regular season down yet, but why did they feel like they had to do this now? Well, really, uh, Randy, it stems from the trade they did back in the offseason to run free agency. The stipulation was, hey, we're going to have to take care of Russell's deal eventually. Uh, that's really why, or partly why, Seattle traded Russell is they really knew the money was going to be obscene, like we see, $49 million a year. They weren't really prepared to do that. You couple that with some of the philosophical differences they had with Russ, and it just made sense to trade him at that point, where Denver's saying, hey, man, have you seen our roster the last seven years at the quarterback position? Like, we will pay Russell. That is no issue. So um, they figured, hey, let's do it now. And so they, they kind of chipped away at it all, all off season. and once it got closer to week one, they figured, well, let's just start the year with a clean slate. Jeremy, does this deal for Wilson move the needle at all for Lamar Jackson's deal to get done? But to me, they're not mutually exclusive because I see 
a situation with Lamar where the Deshaun Watson contract still looms large here. I'm told that's complicated matters. Um, even if Lamar is willing to agree to a contract that's not 100% guaranteed, the Watson deal is out there, and it, he's going to need a high guarantee structure that the Ravens just really haven't traditionally done. And so that kind of uh, put the wrinkle in this where, you know, Baltimore has tried in recent weeks, uh, but they're not able to bridge that gap and not willing to go all the way uh, in that regard. And so we'll, we'll see if somebody sort of gives in this last week before week one. Um, but right now the people I talk to continue to be skeptical that something will get done. We're talking with our ESPN NFL reporter, Jeremy Fowler with us here on uh, ESPN radio and Canty and Carl and Nick Fidel, Randy Scott in for the guys. Um, <laughs> There seems to be, and understandably so, after roster cuts, so much player movement right now. Guys, almost like a, a scary professional game you know, of musical chairs. Is there a name out there right now that would be an impactful addition, considering the, the regular season starts six days from, from, last, uh, from tonight, that would be an impactful addition to an NFL team? I'm sorry, you're talking about free agents? Yeah, free agent-wise, a name that you could be like, yeah. hey, that's, that guy's going to make a difference wherever he, wherever he ends up. So one name that I've been interested in is Joe Hayden, a longtime cornerback, former pro bowler. Uh, you know, he's on the other side of 30, so age has kind of hit him a little bit, but he's still a guy who can play. And I, you know, I've told teams like the Rams, uh, the Dolphins, and, and a few others have been uh, you know, sort of exploring, potentially signing him, have been involved, you know, talked to them a little bit. So we'll see if something materializes if a team has a big cornerback need. It's funny with these free agents, like if week two hits, then their contract isn't guaranteed. And so teams are a little cheap, and so they'll wait till after week one to sign some of these guys. In fact, with Jason Peters, the 40-year-old left tackle who's visiting Dallas today, that could be the case. Now, maybe they work something out now or, or here soon, but um, they'd almost be inclined to have him wait a week or put him on the practice squad for a week and then sign him week two which is all, you know, sort of silly, but these are the, uh, these are the, the ways of NFL teams uh, to try to save a few dollars here and there. And so, uh, but Joe Hayden's a name that I'm, I'm tracking as uh, potential for, for the Rams or Miami or a few teams that, that could need cornerback help. All right. All right, Jeremy, we appreciate it, man. Thank you again for the insight uh, and, and, and for the time here. As it is uh, busy for college football for us right now this afternoon, but certainly NFL season, man, six days from tonight, we'll get the Bills and we'll get the Rams. Thanks, J-Bone. Hey, thanks, Nick. Thanks, Randy. Appreciate you guys. All right. We'll talk about how this new extension will impact Lamar Jackson. And, and Jeremy touched on it. Like, the guaranteed number is going to be the sticking point and going to be the real thing that decides it. Uh, we'll ask again. We will d- d- break down what this means for a guy in Lamar Jackson who also, Nick Friedel, is representing himself. And that adds the layer of sort of when he means, when he says, because we hear this sometimes, like, hey, I'm not going to discuss this. I'm not going to discuss this this contract once the regular season starts. Nick, this is the guy who controls whether or not that conversation happens, right? Absolutely. I mean, absolutely, he's his own agent, Randy. And I've heard so many guys say that in the past, and they say, "I'm not doing this during the season." And then a certain number pops up, and up, oh, yep, let's let's take care of this. So <laughs> I'll still believe that when I see it. But I'd say this about Lamar, and I go back to an interview that Chris Budden and I did a few weeks back on this show. We talked to Robert Griffin, Robert Griffin the Third, and RG three told us that he talked to Lamar, and. Having been around him, having played with him, having known him for a while, he truly believed that all of the outside noise wouldn't impact how he played on the field, especially once the season began. But Randy, you and I have been doing this a while now. Every 
every athlete always says, ah, I'm not looking at this or I'm not thinking about that. But they all have to because they're human. <laughs> so that's the part to me if this doesn't get done in the next week. to For Lamar Jackson, for the Ravens, I would think it would be this unbelievable albatross that hangs over everything the team does. So I would still think this thing gets done and there's a deal that is wrapped up before we see the first snaps of week one. But if it doesn't, I would be very skeptical that it would have no impact not only on Lamar but on that locker room as a whole. They won't do it and they shouldn't do it. But if they sign, if the Ravens sign Lamar Jackson to a seven-year deal, Right, If they sign him to a seven-year deal, by the time that deal is over, Lamar Jackson won't even be as old as Russell Wilson is now. Like We're talking about a 25-year-old MVP winner, right? a guy who's gotten his team to the playoffs a heck of a lot more recently than, than Russell Wilson has, and a guy who you know, is set to capitalize on this changing quarterback marketplace. I, there there you know, won't be a competition with Russell Wilson. There'll be a thank you card. I mean, Wilson getting, at his age, $165 million guaranteed, that to me establishes the floor for the guaranteed money, right, for Lamar Jackson. 230 for Deshaun Watson, that's not happening. And if, if Lamar's camp, what, you know, himself or his family or whoever's advising him, if they are looking at this as, as the price is right rule and saying we want, you know, he wants to be that, <laughs> that bully on the showcase showdown who's like, I'm going to take your guess and add $1 to it. You know, if he's trying to say it's $230 million guaranteed, which is what Deshaun got, plus a dollar just to set the record, he's not getting that. But it'll be between 165 and 200 and it'll be in the top five of average annual value because I don't think he's going to go north of Aaron Rodgers is 50. And we'll strike that balance. But the longer Baltimore lets this play out, the more, you know, hurt feelings there will be uh, potentially on both sides. It's Nick Friedle, it's Randy Scott in for the guys. Again, reminding you, 7 p.m. Eastern tonight, Serena Williams, Isla Tomjanovic in the U.S. Open third round. You can see that again on ESPN, 7 p.m. Eastern. We're going to get back to your calls on the extended college football playoff, which now is 12 teams, and it could be as early as 2024, according to ESPN's Heather Dinich. It's Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, in the ESPN app. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Carl and ESPN Radio, ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, the phone number 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. I'm Randy Scott. He's Nick Ferdell. We're in for the guys. Let's get to your calls on that call-in number. Dave in Ohio, we're talking about the expanded college football playoff. Moving to 12 teams, sounds like it, there's a chance it could happen in 2024. Dave, what say you? Yeah, I, I think it's a great idea. That you know, The one thing that I thought of right away when I did the quick math was, I wonder what you guys think about this. There must be four teams that get a buy. 
I, I thought about that, too, because that would appease the folks who were like, let's think of the student athlete and let's make sure that the <laughs> school year is not interrupted. And let's make sure that their health is protected again, right. because a 16 game season for that age is, is is a lot. But Nick, it's money, man. Like you don't make money by taking games, potential games off the table like they if, if, if you give four teams a playoff, you're losing two games there. And how much money could you potentially earn with two college football playoff games as a broadcast network, as an NCAA, whatever? Right? I mean, there's too much money. Well, and Randy, if, if college football has shown us anything, especially in the wake of this deal that we learned about 45 minutes ago, they're going to squeeze every last drop out of the money train that is uh, this new contract for the playoff and everything else. So uh, would four teams get essentially a buy? It's going to be interesting to see how that structure is, but it would shock me if uh, the powers that be, in this case, all the presidents at all these different schools aren't sitting there going, how can we squeeze every last cent out of these networks? And in order to do that, you need games to play and people to be intrigued enough to watch them at the end of the season. Yeah. All right, Ken in Charlotte. Ken in Charlotte, what's your take on this, specifically with the Power 5 slant? Hey, yeah, thank you so much. I think there's a bit of false hope being sold. I mean, we're thinking, especially from some of the smaller schools, that now's the chance these smaller schools are going to get in. With more seats at a bigger table, what I see is the power conferences are just going to get more seats at that table. And we may see one or two of the small schools trickle in, but it's a bit of false hope to think we're going to see a parade of small schools falling into the playoffs. And I love that idea. I, I, I would love to see smaller schools get a chance, get a seat at the table, as we've said, and I think if that is the offshoot, if that is the – not offshoot, if that is the, the fallout from this, I think it's a successful venture, Nick. I really do. Because people are going to watch those games. Randy, they are. The only thing that scares me, and only time will tell, is are the big boys just going to get that extra set when they needed them and this going to push out that extra team in the end? We're going to find out. But as a person who's followed one of those teams like UCF forever, that is a scary <laughs> point. All right, we're going to keep these calls rolling. Again, 888-729-3776 is the phone number on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Yeah, we'll keep the calls rolling. Appreciate you calling. It's Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80. He's Nick Friedle down at the Seaport. You normally hear him as a, as a basketball voice, but we're just glad to hear his voice. He's got the best pipes at the company. At Nick Friedle, F-R-I-E-D-E-L-L, as in dude, you're getting a Dell. Right? Anybody, anybody still do that? No? Probably not. That's, That's the fine. first one of those I've ever heard, but let's run with and it. And it should be the last. <laughs> should be the last. I'm sorry. Who, do, who doesn't like uh, Y2K era references? I'm, uh, this is, I feel personally attacked. That's three, so. At Randy, that's, we can cut, we can cut Cam's mic. At Randy Scott ESPN for me, at ESPN Radio for the show. 888-SAY-ESPN is the phone number, 888-729-3776. A reminder, tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern on ESPN, Serena Williams against Isla Tomjanovic, the U.S. Open third round. This run for Serena continuing. It is her, by her own words, it's her last at a uh, at a Grand Slam event. It's her last professional tennis tournament, she says. She's evolving beyond tennis, and uh, she has rolled through. She's already taken down the world number two uh, in her second round match. We'll see what she has for the world's 15th ranked uh, tennis player in Isla Tomjanovic tonight. But again, we are following the breaking news Pete Thamel uh, reporting it for ESPN right before we went on the air at 3 o'clock Eastern. So we're talking like 2.58 Eastern. 
saying that the College Football Playoff Board of Managers during today's meeting has decided on a 12-team college football playoff, and that model is expected to start in 2026 after the current contract, according to a source. Still a chance it could go earlier. Those details are complicated. So then Heather Dinich, who covers college football for us here at ESPN and who has been sort of entrenched, Nick, I don't know if you've seen her outside the the uh, college football playoff selection committee meeting room, you know, when they have their meetings later in the season. You've seen these reports from Heather? Uh, Randy, it reminds me of our pal Dave McMenamin who used to go stand under that tree at the Cavs practice facility day after day. After day. <laughs> You're just used to seeing the same person in the same place. So, yeah, I've seen Heather out there plenty. So it reminds me. Okay, right, let's go back. Uh, Ed Werder following Brett Favre's. Oh yeah, that's Brett a, Favre's that's a good one. <laughs> private plane and being like being at like Brett Favre's mailbox, right at his like uh, <laughs> at his you know family estate down there in, in Kiln, Mississippi. Um, but so Heather Dennis reported that the presidents voted in favor of this format for the twelve team playoff format. Six highest ranked conference champions and the next six highest ranked teams. And the commissioners have been, quote-unquote, she has two sources telling her this, the commissioners have been, quote-unquote, highly encouraged to implement this as soon as 2024. So whatever the contractual limitations and details are, get that you-know-what sorted out, and let's play 12-team college football playoff football starting in 2024. Uh, The phone number is, again, 888-SAY-ESPN. It's 888-729-3776. We're taking your calls on the college football playoff and this expansion that's now been approved and perhaps fast-tracked. Let's get to uh, Josh in Colorado, Josh, you're on ESPN Radio. Yeah, thanks for taking my call, man. Uh, I think this says more to what's going to come in the future announcements as far as super conferences. And I think it's just a step forward to that, and I think there's a lot of information that we don't get to hear about right now that they know, and that's why they voted it in. Is a, It'll be a format kind of like the NFL was before they went to seven teams, and I think a lot of our unanswered questions about regular season games will then be answered when that announcement comes out. That's all I got. Is Josh still there? Did we lose Josh? He, he's still there. Josh, what, what is, though, you mentioned the big, there are questions about regular season. What is, what is the biggest question for you concerning college football regular season? Well, you know, as soon as you announced it, I instantly thought of, well, there goes conference championships because here's going to come two super conferences, like a East and West or, you know, NFC, AFC, like we have in the, in the big leagues. Yeah. And uh, I just see it moving to – the same format as the NFL goes to and as far as like number of games and how many weeks and how many does it add on to this and some teams play 10 and don't have a conference championship so then you got other teams you know you got that problem with Notre Dame every year not having a conference championship and I think that just goes away we have two super conferences 12 team playoff and uh I think closer to 2024 you'll hear an announcement I really th- all right Josh we yeah no Josh we appreciate the call Nick I, I the Notre Dame element's interesting to me because I I don't I don't I firmly believe the sky's falling with regard to like, hey, we're just going to have two 20-team super conferences and that's it. Because the college football playoff format being what it is, like you're still going to look for, from a TV watchability perspective and a storyline perspective, like you're still going to want to have outside, quote-unquote outsiders, at least with a chance later in the regular season, if not in the college football playoff. I do wonder, though, with the Notre Dame element, if we're talking about essentially an 11-team playoff format with Notre Dame just having like, you know, sort of a a tenured spot there because if they are not in a conference and they can pick their own schedule the way they can, who's to say that they won't just you know stack fourteen winnable games? Randy, that is the one of the most fascinating layers to this. If Notre Dame stays independent and wins out or runs close to the whole table every year, we know they're going to be there. So 
that part is a really interesting question that will have to be filtered out through time. All right, again, we will keep you current and keep you updated and continue to take your calls on that. We also have a former quarterback and current analyst weighing in on this college football breaking news. Canteen Carlin, ESPN Radio.